Hey y'all, it's Amelia Rose and welcome to C'est La Me. I hope you are doing great. I hope that you're having a good week and I hope that you didn't wake up like I did this week on Monday and just think, oh my gosh, how was it Monday? And then I woke up on Tuesday thinking, oh my gosh, why is it not Thursday? <laughs> um, I don't know what's been going on this week. It is Tuesday as I'm recording this. I'm actually recording this around 7 p.m., which is cutting it kind of close. Um, not really, but I'm just a very paranoid, um, organized person that just did not have time before now to record today's episode. Um, but anyway, I'm recording this episode on a Tuesday night, just kind of thinking like, wow, why is it not Thursday? (laughs) Um, It's been a good week, just to say. It has been a really good week so far. Um, So let's back it up a sec. I, we, my office, approved the April issue this last week. Um, And that was really good. I feel good about the April issue. I feel like it's nice. It always has our bridal content in there. So I wrote a lot of the bride stuff. So that was a fun time, but it was just, you know, a rush at the end like it always is. And then it was nice. I love approving on a Friday. Approving on a Friday is my favorite because then you have the weekend to just kind of relax and then you get into the next issue the next week, which to me seems the logical thing to do, but also, like, it just depends on, like, when dates fall, and when we, like, schedule things to be uploaded and approved by, and all of that, so I get why it can't happen on a Friday, but it would always, like, that would be my preference, like, always approve on a Friday, that way you're done, and you can have a really great weekend, because sometimes we approve on a Monday, and I don't stress too much over the weekend, but it is just kind of like, oh, okay, you're not quite done, you gotta come back on Monday, and then finish the thing up, and then you start over on Tuesday, so we did approval the way I like it, approved Friday, it was great, I moved some of my stuff into the office this week, which was fun. It was good. I'm glad to get my binder in. Like, I have this big binder where I keep all of our magazine dummies, our layouts, all of that. And so, I have been keeping it since I have, um, you know, come on to the company, come on with my job. And I, you know, have been here almost a year. And it just, like, has gotten full. And I was carrying it back and forth from my car ever since we moved out of our old place because I didn't have a desk or a permanent place to put it. And so now I don't have to put it anywhere except for my desk and I can leave it there. I don't have to take it back to me and take everything with me because that would just be a lot. Um, Anyway, I'm planning on moving more stuff this week into the office. It's just a slow process because you still have work to do, but you also want to get your office set up. So it's just going to have to slowly happen. Um, Went to a birthday party this weekend for my dad's cousin. That was fun. It was good. There was cake. There were people like it was cool. It's a good time. Um, pretty normal week thus far. Uh, we finished April, obviously, and then we are on to the May issue. And that one sounds like fun. I am writing a feature story, and then I'm also writing, what else am I writing? Um, one of our food stories, which is always a good time. And then that's kind of it. Kind of just have a lot going on next week, which a lot of photo shoots, like photo shoots almost every single day, uh, which is good, but also like, oh my goodness, it's going to be busy. But besides that, don't really have any plans for the weekend, don't really have any, I mean, I do have plans for the weekend, but they're not fun, so I'm not even going to bother telling you on the podcast. So that's kind of all, so let's get into my obsessions. I have two, and they both revolve around food. I should have said this when I suggested the idea of doing something like an obsessions 
type of segment on the podcast, most of them are probably going to revolve around food. So just enjoy that. But anyway, my first obsession is Planet Oat oat milk. Now I sound all hipster and whatever, but like I recently got oat milk again to try my coffee because I wanted to have that in my coffee and not almond milk. I have this whole deal with almond milk. Like it's just, I don't know. I was getting sick of the taste. Also like wasn't quite sure about having that much amount of almond milk because sometimes I'd like end up getting kidney stones from it. Whose phone is that? Is that my phone? That's weird. One minute. Um, oh, it is. Uh-huh. Okay, whatever. Um, ugh, this is the second episode in a week that I've had people coming in and texting me. Oh, well, I really sound popular. It doesn't happen very often. Anyway, I recently got this oat milk. This brand, Planet Oat, froths really well. It's not sweetened. It doesn't have a bunch of junk in it, and it makes my coffee taste even better. It makes my coffee more of like a ritual in the morning, like something I really look forward to. Um, it's not just like, oh, I'm kicking back a cup of coffee and just being like, oh my gosh, let's get on with the day. It's like, I really kind of savor the coffee, enjoy it, all of that. Um, so it's really nice to make myself a great cup of frothy, delicious coffee with just a couple seconds of like a whipper and then boom, I'm done. So that has been elevating my morning routine and y'all know I love my morning routine. So it's been great. And then the second and last obsession, I'm sure I have more, but these are the only ones I write down during the week, so I'm just going to stick with that, um, is Joshua Weissman. I hope I'm saying his name right. He has these videos on YouTube. If you have not heard of him, you need to look him up. He's really good. He does a series on YouTube called But Better, and he makes fast food recipes, like restaurant recipes himself, but he makes them better. He goes, he tries the stuff, and then he's like, all right, and now I'm going to do my take on it. And it is just a fun video and he's really hilarious and he knows what he's talking about. I like hilarious people that actually know what they're talking about. Like he can get a little bit like expert-ish with it, but I like that. I think it's fun. And his videos are really, like are shot really well. They're really good. They make me hungry. I'm hungry right now. I should go get dinner. But anyway, it's good. And I love his videos. So anyway, those are my two obsessions. Food brings me joy. That's all I'm going to say. Let's get into the episode. All right. That intro was not nearly as long as last week's. I enjoyed last week's intro though. I hope you did too. Um, so this episode inspired by a thought that I had this week, I was just in my room thinking as I do. And I was thinking about working on music and recording songs and I was just kind of running through a song idea in my head, which sounds so great because I haven't done that in a while. Um, If you have been listening to the podcast, you know I have been getting back into music. I've been getting back into just doing music for the sake of doing music. and It's great and I love it and I kind of feel a little bit more in touch with like my old self just doing things for the sake of doing them, even though I was doing it with a career in mind. I did it because I enjoyed it, and I, it turns out I still enjoy it. I didn't think I did, but I do, which is great. So, very fun. But anyway, I was just thinking through some song ideas and just kind of like, I have kind of a timeline. I'm kind of setting myself up like I were to release an EP next summer, which I'm not, but I like to think, okay, if I want, actually, not EP, album. I had thought about an EP, but um, now, like, in terms of thinking, This is just me thinking and planning for myself. I'm not releasing an album, not releasing an EP. Just wanted to let you know. But (laughs) I do like to think about it in like I have a time limit because I do like to kind of have a compilation of songs. And I'm even thinking about themes for these songs and all of that. And it's just fun to kind of push me to do something as a hobby with a little bit of structure. And so I was like, cool, it's, 
you know, at this point it was almost March and I was like, okay, it's almost March. And so I have like four songs down. That's cool. Cause I want the number of songs to correspond or be bigger than the number of the month. So March is the third month. So I'm ahead of schedule. That's great. I'm glad. And so I was just kind of like thinking through that. It, it makes me happy and all of that. And I just, and by, by the way, I say that I'm recording music that by what I'm saying with that, I mean, I'm just working on GarageBand. Like, it's nothing, it's nothing, like, I think I've confused a lot of people probably now. It's not anything. I'm not releasing an album. I'm not professionally recording any songs, but I've been having a lot of fun with it. I've been loving it, and I've been coming up with some really fun ideas that if I limited myself, I probably wouldn't come up with. And so I was just thinking through all of that and just kind of, like, getting it kind of warm and fuzzy inside, just being like, I'm doing this again and I love it and it's great and then I was like wait like I'm doing this again and it's great but it comes with a new set of rules so I was really happy with this newfound freedom around music because I used to feel so like intensely like oh my gosh I was kind of I would approach songwriting like I already had fans out there which I didn't but I was like one day I want to and so I felt like that was a good strategy but it would be a lot of pressure and so the mindset and approach that I have now is completely different from what I used to do, which, you know, feel like I could only record music if I was going to make it as a career. I was like, I'm not even going to record anything on GarageBand. Like I've tried and I just felt like I was useless at it because I was putting too much pressure on myself to try and record music and try and like make it sound like this studio quality CD, fully mixed and mastered type song that you would hear on the radio. And so I just got this pressure and so I was like you can't record music unless you're going to make it a career and so that kind of shut down my music making until this year where I was like I have a career that I love and I wouldn't want to give it up for music but also I really still want to songwrite and I really want to try some stuff out in GarageBand and have some fun and whatever like why can't I write songs if I'm not going to release them and if that's not even really going to be a part of my identity like it's just something that I do it should be fun and so I got back on my computer I got back out GarageBand which I use every week to record this podcast by the way um but I played around with some music and I was like this is fun I don't even know that it sounds quality but I'm enjoying it. And then by using GarageBand even more, I've been like learning some stuff. I've been learning how to make things line up and I've been learning how to make things sound better. And I've been learning the EQ and the controls and the tracking and the mastering and all of that. And I don't even know if I'm doing it right, but I don't really care, you know? And so the belief that I had before was limiting. It wasn't fun. It made the whole process pressurized, made me sad at the end of the day. Every single time I would try and record music, it would just be horrible. And it would just make me really sad and make me feel like I couldn't do it. And it was worthless. So my lesson from this, as you can tell by the title of the episode, is that all or nothing is running your life. Because I would not let myself record music if I wasn't all in. If I wasn't like, this has got to be your life's passion. You are going to make this your career. You are going to do something. It's going to be meaningful. And it's going to help other people, you know? Otherwise, you can't even do it. You, you, there's no point. No point in anything. And so I think a lot of people have this belief that whatever you attempt has to be all or nothing. Um, and I definitely saw that in music. I was like, 
you know, you got to either be all in, but if you want to have some freedom and some free time and you're making music and you're not really sure why, like that's not enough. You need to have a reason. You need to, you know, have this whole album concept and you need to be doing all this stuff to be able to have a career in it. And so a lot of people approach a ton of things like this, like diet. I've done that before. I'm like, well, if it's kind of the mindset of like, okay, well, if I had a cookie, the day is done and it's ruined. Not necessarily, you know. Um, I had a cookie today because it was a co-worker's birthday and I wanted a cookie. And I got a cookie and it was great. And did I also just eat my healthy lunch? Yeah, I did. I didn't like, I'm like, oh, well, just trash that. Let's just go grab a, you know, I don't know what. I'm not even going to come up with anything. Let's just like go order something that isn't good and let's just like stuff our faces and give up on the day. No, it's nice. Honestly, it's more rewarding to have a cookie and then be able to like eat your salad or whatever and know that the cookie's just like a treat and it's nice and that's the way things are supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun. It's a birthday. It's fun. And so people approach work like this. You know, oh my gosh, if you're not all in with this like same thing, I'm writing an article right now and I feel, I told my sister this afternoon, I was like, I feel like I have been working super, super, super hard all, all day. Like, I've just been, like, writing and pumping out content and just, like, trying to make words flow. And, like, y'all, like, writing is so, like, I mean, y'all have written before, but writing is so, like, you want it to sound flawless and effortless and, like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, I notice all the details, but, like, it's an art and I'm constantly revising and I'm constantly, like, okay, how can I say this better? There's one word that I cannot find and I'm really picky and I need to, need to find the word because I know it's out there and that it needs to perfectly describe this feeling that I'm trying to describe. So, like, I worked very hard today on this one specific article that's not even done. Like, I don't even think it's going to be done tomorrow like we have the photo shoot that's going to inform some of what I write all of that so I was working really really hard on it and I told my sister I was like I work really hard on this article and I'm I'm just writing and I've got like a couple of tasks to do I've got my normal tasks I've got like a couple of articles that are specific to this issue and so I have a lot to do and so I was like I feel like I worked my booty off today doing that stuff but I also still had some time to do, to like take some breaks. I still had time to like talk to my coworkers um, or just check Instagram real quick or whatever. Um, read a couple articles that weren't related to the magazine and whatever. And so I was like, it was a good balance because I felt like I worked really hard. I was very productive, but I also didn't feel like super overwhelmed with anything. And I wasn't like completely like, oh my God, what do I do? I don't know. Like, oh, you know, and I wasn't just chained to my desk. And for some people, it's like, well, if you're, if you can take breaks, you're not busy enough. You're not giving it your all. And I'm like, yes, I am. I'm, I'm just, you know, maintaining my momentum, which is a good thing because sometimes Actually, yeah, this is a good point of view and, like, train of thought. Um, Having worked almost a year full-time now, I have been kind of learning how to work and how I like my workflow and all of that. And today was a really good example of what I love is peppering in some chill time, some breaks, whatever, and then working, like, super hard and feeling like I'm getting somewhere, but I don't necessarily have to have my article done by the end of the week because it was just assigned Monday and we haven't even had the photo shoot, whatever, um, or feeling like I have to have the article done like in two days or whatever. 
So that's the kind of workflow that I really enjoy is feeling very productive, feeling like I got somewhere, all of that, but also having time to um, talk to my coworkers and, you know, sometimes my coworkers are in a chatty mood and I like to kind of be aligned with that and not just be like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do, you know, because that doesn't really help me and that honestly isn't really even something that I like because I like to talk to my coworkers when they want to talk to me. It's fun. So anyway... That would be something where if people had an all or nothing attitude, they'd be like, oh, well, how do you take a break? You, you got to give it your all. If you're not giving it your all at all times, like it's just not, you know, worth it. So you should just not even try. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm having balance. It's fine. Same with exercise. A lot of people do that with exercise. They're like, if I don't exercise today, then the whole day's ruined and like I'm not committed. And let me tell you, this morning I... Set my alarm for 5. I typically set it between 5 and 5.15. And I was like, I set it for 5 because I had a couple of things to do. Like I said, it was a co-worker's birthday. I had to get some stuff ready for that, all of that. And so I like to leave at a certain time. So if I have things to do before work, I just get up earlier. And so I set my alarm for 5. Normally I'll get up, work out, do my makeup, do whatever else I need to do, and go. And so I got up at 5. And I got straight out of bed. But I was like, you know, I really want to sleep. 20 more minutes like that would be great that would be fabulous so I set up that for 20 minutes and I wasn't sure that I was going to work out that morning you know I, I woke up with the intention to work out but I was like I'm not really feeling it but we'll see what 20 minutes of sleep does I got up when my alarm went off 20 minutes later and I got up and I worked out and it was fine and sometimes that's what you need but some people would be like oh it's such a failure that you even hit snooze or you know you set your alarm back or whatever because like you have to get up when you said you were gonna get you have to exercise when you said you were gonna exercise and god forbid if you skip a workout like I skipped a workout last week god forbid if you do that because oh my gosh you are just not committed and like if you skipped a workout on a Tuesday why couldn't you skip it Wednesday Thursday Friday why don't you just not exercise for the rest of the week because you've ruined it that's how a lot of people are with the all or nothing attitude. That's what it makes you do. It makes you kind of neurotic. And you're just like, oh my gosh, if I failed at this one thing, how dare I even try? Or if I'm going to work out and I just want to work out for the sake of working out, like you need to have a plan, you know? And I agree it helps with goals. Like I had a very specific goal when I'm exercising this year. And I think that that goal has helped me stick to it and taking progress photos and just being able to be like, hey, progress was made here. And it was great, and I look great, and I'm excited, so yay. And so that does motivate me, but I don't get all bogged down because I skip a workout or two. You know, there was a week when I only exercised two days out of the five that I had planned, and I was like, you know what? This is two days more than I was exercising la this time last year because I really wasn't exercising that much. It was really like I saved that for the weekend, and I wasn't exercising on the weekday. And so you just got to find your wins from somewhere. Same thing with pursuing your passions. You can have, some people equate passion with like life's purpose. And I don't really think that is true all the time. It can be true. It's like a Venn diagram. You know, when a passion and a life's purpose are on two sides of the Venn diagram and then those like circles like inner, inner, what is it, interweave or, you know, they basically like have, are they create the same circle. Um, sometimes it's like that, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not a Venn diagram, and sometimes it's two separate circles. Your passion, your life's purpose. Like, I have a passion for music. Do I think it's my life purpose? No. I would be surprised if it was, which I wouldn't have said that five years ago. 
but I'm saying it now because I think it's true. I don't think that, I think words, I, I write for a living. I love writing for a living. I love songwriting. That's why I love music most of the time because it says something. It uses words. It harnesses the power of words and it uses it for something good or bad or whatever, but it's powerful, whatever it is. Um, and that's why I like it. But I do feel like writing, I'm not sure if it's a life's purpose, but it's definitely a skill that I have, which I'm very glad I have it. So that's awesome. That's a great epiphany and something that I love. Um, but is it my life's purpose? Like, is music my life purpose? No. Is it a passion? Yeah, I love music. I love music. And you know what? I used to think, okay, you need to be this fabulous musician. Am I a fabulous musician? No. Do I even really think I'm a musician? I don't think of myself as a musician. I can play guitar. So I guess I kind of am, but I'm not really. Like, even though I did music for years, I am not a musician. I wouldn't consider myself a musician. Um, but does that matter? Do I have to be, you know, Bach or Beethoven or something or Taylor Swift to want to do music? Do I even really have to know what I'm doing in order to do music the way I want to do it? No. And I get insecurity, but this is different. The all or nothing attitude is different than an insecurity. It's, it's perfectionism disguised as, in this kind of like, you know those videos on YouTube where it's people and they're like, if you just give it your all, like, oh, this is not for the faint of heart. Like, you need to, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But um, this kind of like bro, like MLM type attitude, like this all or nothing um, there's some areas in life where I feel like you should go all or nothing, you know? Um, I don't like half, um, I don't want to say the word, but half doing things, basically. I don't, I'm not a fan of that. I don't think, like, things are worth doing if you're just gonna, like, kind of, like, eh, eh, whatever. But, like, if you're really trying and you're really putting in your effort, but, like, your workflow is better if you take breaks throughout the day. Just a couple of breaks, like, five minutes to go talk to your coworker about, a project you're working on and then maybe it evolves into five minutes of chatting about something that's not work related and if that helps you work better cool if you're getting your stuff done and if you're doing what you're supposed to do is that good yeah that's great it's awesome I am happy to work at a company that isn't micromanaging doesn't you know watch over my back and you know are you you know, strictly doing, are you in your Word document writing the words to the article that you were assigned? Like, no. They're just like, yeah, I know you're going to get it done. You get it done and, you know, you work hard and it's fine and I can trust you to do a couple of projects at the same time and I know that you're going to get it done and it's going to happen and it's going to be fine. So that's it, you know? Um, but I think the all or nothing attitude is something that was good, but then people took it to the extreme and it's just like, oh my gosh, like whatever. And I'm not trying to insult your lifestyle if you follow keto, but I'm going to use this as, as an example. Because um, I used to do keto, just saying, and I thought it was great until it just didn't really work for me anymore, and it's fine. I don't think it's like, I don't think it's a bad thing, just, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say, but it is extreme. It might be extremely good for a lot of people, but it's extreme because it cuts down your carbs to like this very, it's like 25 grams of carbs a day, or 20 grams of carbs, or whatever. Um... And so some people are like, oh my gosh, if I have, if it's supposed to be 20 and I have 21 grams of carbs, like, oh my gosh, I've just completely destroyed myself and I shouldn't ever do keto again. And like, I might as well just eat all the donuts in the world. 
And it's not that. It doesn't need to be that. It could be something less restrictive. It depends on what works for your lifestyle. But like your attitude towards things can be a little bit more fluid and a little bit more flexible. And so for me, the all or nothing attitude did kind of ruin some things in my life not beyond repair. When I say ruin, I don't mean like you're never recovering from this, but it did kind of ruin it for a minute, especially because like with music, going back to music, because I was going to, I was planning on doing that as a career. So it needed to be some caliber of good at music in my mind. And who was I comparing myself to? Uh, Taylor Swift and like all the great musicians out there, but mostly Taylor Swift. And was there any need for that? Like for me, I compare myself now with my own career, with writing, with people like, again, with Taylor Swift because she's a good writer, but also with people who have come before me, people who have written in our magazine before, people who have had this position before me and people who have had similar positions before me. I'm always like, oh, well, my article's great, but it's not this person great, you know? And do I think that that's a good thing? No. And that is something that I'm unlearning in my own career is never compare yourself to people that you are going to develop your own way of doing things and it's like I am an organized and efficient person I know that I demonstrated that to myself throughout high school throughout college and now in my career okay I know that about myself that is the truth and because I have those skills I can trust myself to do the best article to my ability and if it doesn't sound like so and so or it doesn't use the mechanisms of this person or it doesn't have the language of this person like that's not the way I write and I'm always learning new things I'm always learning new words I have a document on my computer right now on my work computer that is words I like literally that's what it's called it's called words I like and any word that piques my interest I will look it up in the dictionary and I will add it to that list and I will refer to that list if I'm ever looking for a specific word. And chances are sometimes, like the list isn't very long right now, but chances are sometimes the word will be in there. And I'll be like, oh, cool. I got to use that word. Like, I think that that's a fun word. That's just like, you know, I don't get too fancy with my writing sometimes, but like, I like to use little like money words, words that are just like, oh, that's cool. You sound neat. Like this makes the article even better. And so... I'm always down to learn, but I'm not anymore going to be down to like compare myself to other people because that's not learning. That is just useless. And so the all or nothing mindset, it's like, what are you going to be all or nothing about? You know, are you going to be all or nothing? Like I have to give it my all to the fact that I'm killing myself or to the point that I'm killing myself, or am I going to be able to enjoy it for what it is and try and get better the more I go along. For me, that's a more productive mindset of like, I am going to do my best. I'm going to have fun with it. I'm going to open myself to learning because I've done that in my career, all or nothing. Like, oh, if I, you know, made a mistake in work or whatever, like my whole day is ruined. And like, that was very prevalent throughout the first couple of months of me working because I was just like stressed and I wanted to be like, there were people in the company, there still are people in the company that I truly admired and like felt were so great. And I was so aware that I was new and I wanted to measure up to these people. I wanted to belong and I wanted people to think, oh yeah, like 
yeah, you're good with this person and like you, you know, we're not sad that this person left or we're not sad that like you replaced this person because you're really great. And so I felt this pressure to prove myself. And, you know, I'm still proving myself. I'm always going to be proving myself no matter what because you're still alive, you're still human, you still evolve. And so there's always going to be new things to prove and new things to like show people, you know, new capabilities to display. Um, But for the most part, I'm more comfortable in my role now. And I don't have this attitude of like, you must be change your desk because I did. When I was first starting out, I was like, oh my gosh, if I ever, if anyone even sees me looking at my phone, I am just so, like, not a good employee. And I feel like it comes with time. It's just a life lesson you have to learn in all areas of life, but you'll learn them. I think it was important for me to have that period of music where I was just like, oh my gosh, like, you stink, you're not good, whatever. For me just to be able to find new joy and being able to do music and be like, if that sounds good, that's great. If it doesn't, it doesn't, like, I don't, nothing's riding on this, and it's fine. And sometimes you just gotta let go and distance yourself. And sometimes I think you can want things a little too much where you end up sabotaging yourself. Um, <laughs> sometimes that happens. And that's all I gotta say about that. So just keep in mind that all or nothing can sometimes be good, but when it becomes too literal, it's really not that deep. Like, it, it can just run some stuff. So just... Take that for what you can, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I will talk to you next week. Bye.